this week on Erotic Awakening. Quickies, more sex questions, and needs and wants and stuff. BDSM and non-standard relationships. Power exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As well, well as, as simply, simply fun kink. You'll find shows on these topics and all things Don and Dan at eroticawakening.com. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. I have all kinds of pop-ups popping up reminding me to do things. Maybe we should make this a quick one. Maybe so, but <laughs> you know how it goes once we get started talking. <laughs> I do. Today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about quickies, not only our experience of them, but also we will be reading from that book sitting next to you. Mm-hmm. Tell us, what is that book? It's um, Penthouse Variations on Quickies by the editors of Penthouse Variations. And we're actually going to read a few excerpts, or that is to say, you're going to read a few excerpts from it as I we go will, along. I will. I'll read a few pieces of it. So, um, actually, I started reading this before we had dinner, and I've already gotten through like six of the little stories. When they say quickies, they mean they quickies. They mean quickies. We will also have a few more random sex questions, but we're going to start like off them. with the uh, question of the day. And we're not going to spend a lot of time on the question of the day, because we have answered this one before in previous podcasts. We have, so we probably have to look to figure out where they are, so it's probably hidden in there somewhere. Uh, well, I'm sure the search function will reveal all. But awesome. We will touch on it real quickly for those that haven't listened to every back episode. Dawn, how did you develop your needs and wants list? So, well, we, you and I were working on our contract, so that would have been, oh, good grief, 17 and a half years ago. And um, so we were working on it. And the idea of needs, wants, and desires came up, and it was really fascinating to me that I was actually going to sit down and think about my needs, wants, and desires of what I wanted in my life and out of a relationship. So, and specifically, um, out of a relationship and out of a power exchange relationship. So... We had that to do, but you did one too. So I did a needs, wants, and desires list. You did a needs, wants, and desires list, but we did them separately. We didn't really talk about them. So that was kind of neat, but I really had to do some soul searching. And some of the things were like, what do I need in my life? What do I need out of a relationship? And it wasn't, what do I need from you specifically? It's what do I need in general? So, and that was just, like I said, it was a fascinating concept because I never did that before my first marriage. You just kind of fall into that marriage. You don't really know what you need when you're 18, 19 years old, like I was. So, but I had a little bit of time under my belt when you and I decided to do this relationship. And after a lot of soul searching, I remember the first thing that I wrote down for a need was I needed to be cherished. Now, some people will ask me what that looks like, um, and it's changed over time. But um, in general, I need to be cherished, not taken for granted. So, you know, things like that. So, and then if you want to look at needs, wants, and desires, I guess I should describe how I I define them. A need is something that's non-negotiable. A want is a want, but it can be negotiable. And a desire is just that icing on the cake. (laughs) So, podcast listener, if you sit there and you think to yourself, what do I need out of a relationship? What do I want out of a relationship? A lot of times we find out that that's not as easy to answer as we think it is. 
Mm-mm. We've uh, taught a variety of classes where we put that to the audience to ask them what they need and want. And it's, it's surprising how many people either don't know or their needs or wants are uh, vague or undefined for themselves. Like often we'll hear someone say, oh, I need my partner to be uh, totally honest with me at all times. So, you know, we'd say, okay, so then if you say, honey, do these pants make my ass look fat? And they respond by saying, no, honey, it's not the pants. Then that you're going to say, thank you. That's exactly what I wanted from our relationship, mm-hmm. that brutal honesty, which may be what you want. Right. But if it's something like I need to be cherished, mm-hmm. right, you, you've got to be able to define that a little bit for your partner because otherwise you'll end up in an argument and you'll say, well, you're not cherishing me. And you're, the person says, well... I don't know what that means. Right, right. And if you don't know what it means, you have to know what it means. Yep, absolutely. And like I said, that's changed a little bit over time. So, you know, what cherished meant to me then actually means something a little bit different now. So, you know, you do have to look at that. But it was was such an eye-opener that I even came up with that piece. So I was all excited. I figured out something that I needed in a relationship. So can you you tell anything from... When you did this initial list, which I would suggest would, was about 2001? Uh, actually, we started it before that because we did the collaring in 2001. Okay. Our 16th anniversary is coming up at the beginning of March this year. Well, let's say so, 2001. And something okay. that you had on, to, on the list in 2001 or whenever mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. that you wanted. Right. Or even needed. Is any of that, can you think of anything that's... That's changed. That's no longer on that list. Oh, I'd have to look at the list. If you remember, it was, <laughs> what, three, four pages long? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, yours was really short. Mine was really long. Um, you know, I cannot think of anything off the top of my head. I would have to dig up the old contract to see. Because the weird one, the one that you don't like, or two that you don't like, is still on there. Mm-hmm. The one that confuses you. I want to take care of your house. I need you to help me when I'm not able to do so. Well, you know what? That is not even close, though. But that's fine. That would be great. That's not what you said, though. You've added when I'm not able to do so. That's a uh-huh. new one. It used to be, I, I want to take care of the house. I want your help taking care of the house. So uh... it, it was conflicting. Yeah, I can, I can see that. So, But I think the intent was when I'm not able to. Or so there's, like there's the trick, right? You have to get yeah. to that point. Well, again, it's important. Again, we're talking about defining them for yourselves, mm-hmm. not for another person, but to be that clear with yourself on what that means. You know, one of the big steps to work out what your personal needs and wants are is just take some time by yourself. Yeah. And reflect on those relationships that you've had and and reflect on those relationships of those people around you. And, you know, one of the things that I didn't realize um, that I wouldn't have had in my initial plan because I didn't realize that some relationships were like that is I need to have a relationship where there's not a lot of anger, Um, you know, Mm. where we're not constantly bickering and fighting. I mean, I just don't would not tolerate that in any of the relationships that I'm in. Um, and that wasn't in my initial list because it didn't strike me that those were relationships that were like that. 
Right, right. So, and well, and some of the things that we thought of, and I totally get you with the anger thing, you know, with the, the way I was brought up and stuff, I don't think I could be in a relationship uh, like my previous one that had a lot of anger. Um, and, oh my gosh, what was I going to say? Oh, another thing that I realized, and, and like I said, this took me three months to put this list together. This was a lot of self-reflection. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not something I did on a weekend. And um, one of them was is that I realized that I needed to be in a relationship where I had the ability to be poly, right? So, I mean, that's a big aha moment, too. So when you realize that that is what you need, I need the chances to be adventurous mm-hmm. and live out things on my bucket list, you know, stuff like that. So I'd actually be kind of curious to look at our old needs, wants, and desires list, because I, I think, I bet we do pretty good. I, well, it's not about doing good or bad, it's people do change. Mm-hmm. So it'd be just interesting, it's just interesting to reflect and look at, and see how much we have changed, or maybe we haven't changed that much. I don't imagine the needs moved around a whole lot. Probably not, because they're usually non-negotiable, but I'm sure there's some that aren't on there mm-hmm. that we didn't think of before. Or have, have shifted, where... Perhaps in the past, and I can't say that I recall this, but I may have needed, you know, to be allowed to pursue my spiritual path. Mm -hmm. Where today the need is a little bit, it's similar to that, but that path isn't so vague. And it's not such a driver that it used to be. Anyway, we do, if you're really into this and you want to find out more about needs and wants, head on over to your Amazon and grab the book Living MS. By Dan and Dawn, the people you're listening to now. We have a chapter, we have a section devoted to needs and wants. We do, we do. Or head to our webpage, eroticawakening.com, and we will autograph the book for you. Oh, just buy it directly Ooh, from us. Just nice. buy it directly from us. We've got a stack. And while you're, on, while you're over there at Amazon, here's another book you could pick up. That book you are holding Ooh. in your little paw there. It, awesome. So it's on Amazon as well. I'm sure it is. So it's by Penthouse. So... It's called uh, Quickies, Penthouse Variations on Quickies. Let me see it. Do you want to hear one? Yes. Are you sure? I was going to read one, but you go Are ahead. You? Yeah, okay. go ahead. Read, read a piece of one. Not a whole one. Okay. Just read a piece of one. So this is called, and this one is only one, two, three, three and a half pages long. So when they say Quickies, that's what they mean is Quickies. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's see if I can get through this one fast. It's called The Power of Three by Emily Paris. Don't read the whole thing. You're just reading an excerpt. Okay. A woman was on her hands and knees, one man behind her sliding his monster cock between her thighs, another man in front of her feeding her the head of his dick. The girl handled the attention effortlessly. She basked in the attention of her two handsome lovers. At least she did in my drawings. I sat dejectedly in the last meeting of the day, the last long-winded, boring-ass meeting in a day of long-winded, boring-ass meetings. To entertain myself, I drew dirty pictures in the margins and footers of the handouts I'd collected. If I'd had a flask, I would have made my own drinking game. One swallow of whiskey for every time the speaker said, collaboration. It wasn't his fault. The speech was on enhancing corporate cooperation. And there were only so many ways to say the phrase. Still, my head throbbed. Blah, 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 blah. To keep myself awake, I returned to the filthy fucking pictures I'd been pinning on the edges of my papers. Nice, said a voice behind me. (laughs) I closed my binder quickly and peeked over my shoulder. 
William, the cutest of the cute boys from the sales, sat behind me on the left. I like the one on the previous page, he said. I pretended not to know what he was talking about. Then a voice from my other side chimed in. I agree, <laughs> said the second man. That sketch was spectacularly dirty. Okay. That, <laughs> I like the way that one went. <laughs> I did too. I thought you might like that one. Let me because, see. So let me see this because of the business meetings. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the fact that, um, you know, we, uh, I like, I don't watch a tremendous lot of porn anymore, but when I do watch porn, I prefer my porn to be. Don't screw around pretending there's a plot. Right. Because you're not there. You're, I'm there to watch fucking, right? Right. So I like when it gets to the point. And I like that this book's not going to spend a lot of time building, you know, the chairs were made out of leather and they were brown except for that one blue one. It's not the Tom Clancy. Uh-huh. Don't, you know, I don't need to know what makes the engines of the nuclear submarine work. Right. I need you to say the sub got where it was supposed to go. There you go. And so the attitude of this book is very similar to me. It's it's going to get you where uh, you need to get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, this one is uh, Carnal Craving by Marley Palmer. Uh, I've dropped into the middle of it. I didn't think about it. I dropped my knees and crawled toward him across the hardwood floor. Ooh. My, lo- my nylons whispered as I moved. He hadn't been expecting that because Jason sat up and watched me approach. He put the beer bottle down on the table and stared at me as I made my way toward him. Take the jacket off, he said. I pulled off my nasy blue blazer and dropped it on the arm of the sofa. And the shirt. I pulled off the plain white shell over my head and didn't bother to fix my shorty blonde hair. Leave the bra on, he said. I started to move, but pull the cups down. I sat back on my hunches as he requested. My nipples stood out in rosy little peaks. I shouldn't change voices for the male part <laughs> over and over again as I go through this. Um, so we'll get into a little bit more of that book in just a moment. But first, we have to tell you that you can write naughty stories about Dan and Dawn and send them Ooh, to... We've had someone do that before. I know. I don't think that story ever got finished. I don't think so either. We need to dig that up. Send them to Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Or go to the Got Comment form on the webpage, eroticawakening.com. Apparently, we have a Twitter account, and there you can find us as Dan and Dawn. Indeed. And other ways to contact us, as as well as where we will be presenting past podcast episodes, link to the newsletter, and other stuff can be found at www.eroticawakening.com. How is it that we are in the month of March, which is right around the corner... We okay. are going to Chicago one weekend. Yes. And then St. Louis the following weekend. Yes. And then back to Chicago the weekend after that. Yes, sir. And then not much else for the rest of the year. We got a couple we of things. We have a few other things going much. on as well. Well, we have a lot of personal time this time. We have around. a lot of personal time. We're taking vacations this year, which is unheard of. And um, we got a lot of time at the space. We've got our own stuff that we're producing, you know, things like that. We've got the flirting intensive at the end of this month. So, but yeah, our our other stuff is back to back. I'm hoping we can fly to Chicago for one of them. But we've got, I'm going to be judging mm-hmm. in Chicago one weekend for a leather contest. 
And then it's Beat Me in St. Louis. Yep, great events run by our good friend Jason and his lovely lady. And I am looking forward to getting back there. Absolutely. It's been a couple years since we've been there. And then we've got Kinky College in Chicago again. So, you know, awesome stuff. Well, we've also got um, a local thing that we're doing, Midwest, Midwest Olympus Leather. Yep. So we'll be teaching there as well. So... You better get your leathers on. We're about ready to go do all that. There we go. Do you want to hear one of these uh, sex questions before we I get do. back into the... I do. I love the sex questions. We are getting down to and, the last 10. Oh, really? Oh, and it's kind of been kind of uh, weird because after my surgery and stuff, I just haven't... The doctor told me I could have intercourse mm-hmm. two weeks after surgery. I'm still in, in ta- skin tape. Right. On my scar and everything, I can't bend. I don't know how sex would have taken place. I, I, well, I couldn't bend and I couldn't stand up straight or lay flat. So right. how in the world, if I can't bend, there's no doggy style, right? Because I can't bend over. Mm-hmm. I can't bend over, so there's none of that. I can't do missionary because I can't lay flat. How in the hell were we supposed to fuck? I'm sure if we had put our mind to it, we would have found a way. Fortunately, I, I wasn't think it's, in the mood. Yeah, I was going to say, it's more of your body not being really interesting. I, 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 not to get serious about it, but your body, I think, yeah. was rejecting the idea of being put through that kind of stress. I bet so, because I have not been in the mood until recently. And Things that, have started wakening up. I wonder, though, <laughs> I, and I don't know if this is true or not, is one of the, uh, the painkillers you've been taking, perhaps that's a, been muting your sex drive? Could be, though I've been off of them for, what, 10 days? Mostly off of them. Mostly off of them for mm. about 10 days now. Oh, well, maybe that's not it then. I don't know, but you would think that would definitely have been the first four weeks. So uh, these questions are less fun than some of the other ones. I'm curious. Especially oh. for me. Uh-oh. Worst time or place you've ever gotten a boner? Worst? Well, I've never gotten a boner, I so. appreciate that you thought about it for a moment, though. <laughs> Um, I picture my little clit going, bing. <laughs> uh, you know what? I can't recall the exact circumstances around it, but I was uh, counseling someone who was having a bad time with something. I can't remember what it was that she was going on about. She's very upset. And, you know, we sat and talked, and I was a, a perfect gentleman, but um, for whatever reason... When I went to go hug her mm-hmm. at the end, I had this big boner and it was very embarrassing because it just, I'm sure it set the, you know, I didn't want her to think that I was just trying to get into her pants listening to her hassle. Right, right. Well, was that before you figured out you were a dacrophiliac? It may well have been. So, which means turned on by tears. That's true. But and usually, that was definitely it. yeah, but usually they're, I thought they were from tears that you caused. But not necessarily. It's the vulnerability tears. I don't know what I it think. was. I might have just been young and horny. <laughs> have you ever had genital upsetting. injuries? Have I ever had a genital injury? Man, only when that person bit my clit. And I thought that was <laughs> out of whack for a couple of weeks. I couldn't feel anything through my clit for like two weeks. That's pretty legit I injury. I thought it was broken. So when we talk, when we do sensual spanking uh-huh. and we talk about spanking the clit and stuff, we are very clear. That is a bundle of nerves. You can do damage. Don't break the clit. <laughs> the only one that comes to my mind is... Um, 
I used to, as a younger fellow, uh, practice the karate, and we I used to do tournaments, and of course you wear a cup. Uh-huh. And I don't know if this makes sense to you unless you can visualize the karate stuff. I would do a side kick, which is your the side of your body is facing the person. Your mm-hmm. leg lifts up and shoots up. Pretend I can shoot up towards your head. Right. Then they do the side kick at the same time, but their leg comes under your leg. So it's between your legs and under, within the cup. Oh. I had the, uh, one of the people who was scoring grab me and kind of shake me so my balls would you fall back what? into my sack. I think I was at that tournament. You may well have been. I think I was. Oh my God, that was so many years ago. Because I can remember somebody grabbing you and shaking you. That was it. And the other guy had to turn around Mm -hmm. and drop to his knees and turn around so that he wasn't watching you be put back in place, which would have given him an advantage or something like that. I guess. I don't know. Wow. Have you ever had a non-sexually transmitted genital infection? Oh, these questions are so hot. No, I don't like that one. But have I? Like a yeast infection. Oh, yeah. I'm a girl. I think I've even had a yeast infection. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. So, I mean, girls get them all the time. That's why we eat yogurt. That's why you eat yogurt? Not why we eat yogurt, but that's what you do. You eat yogurt if that happens, so. Okay. You can get a yeast infection from being fingered by somebody with long fingernails. Did you know that? No. Yeah. So, they're pretty common. All right. I'm going to try and read this, another story. This is from Come Here Often. Oh, Crud. No, but speaking of which, I was getting ready to say, and you can also get a yeast infection by being on antibiotics. Crap! I'm on antibiotics again. (laughs) Okay, need to watch out for that. Uh, This is called Come Here Often. Let's see if I can do it without changing (laughs) Changing voices voices. five or six times. My heart skipped a beat, but I followed her. The gazebo was dark and held a few plush lounge chairs. She turned to me and seemed to fly into my arms. Then she kissed me, her south... Her mouth soft and sweet and a bit salty from the olives. I don't really know you, but I'd like to. She trailed off and shook my head, shook her head like she was talking to herself, uh, like she was talking herself out of speaking. Like to, I felt my heart give another kick. And then her hands were caressing the front of my velvet leggings. And I thought I might go into full blown cardiac arrest. Like to do this, she said, petting my pants again. Another kiss, and I saw colors flash behind my closed eyelids. Her hand slid down into my pants and found me wet. She kissed me again, and I gently sucked her tongue, wanting to bite, but being afraid I'd scare her. When she moaned in my mouth, I did it anyway. She pushed herself against me, her fingertips skating over my clit. I thrust my hips forward, liking how she touched me, wanting more. Mm. She shoved her hand deeper into my pants and slipped three fingers into my slit. My cunt was so wet that her fingers went in with ease. It was now my turn <laughs> to moan now. Wait, cunt? Oh, I thought it was a penis. No, see, and I was waiting to see because it said velvet leggings. Uh-huh. So I'm like, ooh, are they in a Shakespeare play or something? <laughs> you know, because I was thinking maybe it was a guy. Sure, and I know sure. it was a girl. Ooh, hot. So, so there's some hot little stories in that there book. There are. Uh, so you got through a couple of those. I did. Like I said, I got through about six. One was about spanking, which was awesome. So, and the first one was, oh, uh, what was it? Oh, just hot little number. So it was about somebody that liked uh, old 40s movies and found oh. someone else at a bar that also did. And um, 
Yeah, they almost fucked on the fire escape, so out in the wee early morning hours, and yeah. That's some good stuff. Good. So, so why would Ohio Hedgehog tell you not to to squick with squee or something? No, I'm not quite he sure said, what that means. He, he sent me a picture that said, here's some squick with your squee. And I'm like, uh-oh, does that mean live tentacles again? Because I don't like live tentacles. <laughs> I like the the tentacle porn stuff. And what he sent me was, it was, it was uh, anime, but it wasn't tentacles. It was a monster that had cocks that were aiming for the girl's body. So far, so good. But then you look closer, and it also had, like, ghostly, bony skeleton hands. So that was the squick. That was the creepy. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, ooh, hot, ooh, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that was cool. So, But Ohio Hedgehog sent that. He likes to, to send me weird stuff. Well, we don't have any problem with that. Not at all. So. Don, did you know that the Bony Ghost Hand podcast has more ratings on iTunes than we do? <gasps> Say it isn't so. But even more interesting. Yes. Did you know that the Erotic Awakening podcast can now be found on Google Play Music? Ooh, I did not know that. Me neither until yesterday when I bought a my first Android phone. <laughs> and I said, well, how the hell am I going to listen to it? And I, so I found us on Google Play Music, which I think I must have put out there at some point. Must have at some point. You can't do iTunes. No. Through the new Android? I don't think so. I don't know. Okay, I'm, I didn't know. I'm I don't know much about that, that stuff. If you would like to help us get more ratings, head over to either iTunes or the Google Play music thing and leave us a review. So, and also mention at Dan and Dawn on Twitter. Or just tell your friends. Yep, that's the more important one. <clears throat> tell your friends. Absolutely. Dawn, anything else going on that we want to share about before we wrap this one up? Well, I do know, like I said, that we have our flirting intensive coming up at the Columbus Space at the end of January. And January that's gonna 28th? Be, mm, that's going to be me and you during our flirting class. And we've also invited in Barak and Sheba from BSing with Barak and Sheba. So all four of us have completely different styles of flirting. Right. So if you want to know how to flirt in a poly environment, we're all not so great in the vanilla environment, but we'll have some tips hey. and tricks for that too. Hey. Uh, you're better than I am. And um, also in the kink environment. So these flirting techniques. In the power working. exchange environment. Oh, right? absolutely. Any situation where you're sitting there saying, gee, I just can't meet anybody because I don't know how to, you know, how to meet people, mm-hmm. how to flirt and how to, you know, interact. Then we're going to have you covered. Exactly. All you have to do, come on down to Columbus, Ohio for the space at, on the 28th. Heck, you can even crash at the Dan Dong pad. Ooh, we do have a little bit of space that we could offer. So there you go. that would be awesome. Must like dogs and cats. Yes. And then we also have um, oh, one of our um, places that we were going to visit, one of the events that we were going to visit. You know, that ended up getting canceled. So we are going to Winter Wickedness yep. again this year. Do you have any pirate gear? I have one pirate dress, but after the surgery, it's going to be way too big. So I got to figure out how to. How to pirate up. I'm going to be hitting the thrift stores over the next couple weeks. I have got my Renaissance shirt somewhere. You do. Which we use for a variety of duties, including pirate duty. Yes. So I need to get you a pirate hat. I'm going pirate shopping as soon as we're done with this. Because I actually, I don't usually, I never wore pants, right? But I'm, I want a swashbuckler female with mm-hmm. with the the buckskins sure. and the 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 flimsy shirt and the hat and 
Yeah. Do my do my new chaps look piratey? Uh, probably not. Yeah. You should wear them anyway. Oh, you could wear them when you auction. That would be awesome. Hmm. Your new chaps. I think we have some ideas there. I think we do. My face yeah. just lit up. I'm going to like you in chaps, so I might have to buy my own pair now that I have a flat belly. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, so we have some events coming up. Um, again, if you can get to Columbus, Ohio, check out the Columbus Space. It's Columbus, www.columbusspace.com. We've got something going on almost every weekend on any kind of subject that you can think of. So um, from drumming circles to play parties to whatever. So check it out. You know, if it's a little bit of a drive, we'll help you figure out how to how to shack up for the night and, and <laughs> get you out here. But we'd love to have you at the space. I'm not sure that shacking up means Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> so, so I guess that's it, sir. I don't know. Our end music is provided by Pocket Universe. The song you're listening to right now is called Whim. The official EA Twatter is still Reverend Danny Smite, though I haven't heard from him in a while either. <clears throat> the person we've seen most recently is MD Sub. Mm-hmm. MD Sub, I think, is the most recent. Unless I can get a lunch date out of Ohio Hedgehog sometime soon. Oh, uh, and the current sender of tentacles is Ohio Hedgehog. And the provider of graphic novel novels is Johnny Jackhammer. And the official food that goes on booths is provided by Satine. Bye, Don. Bye, Dan. <laughs>